Well, guys, so I got my all my Ultraman figure arts here. I got my Ultraman G. I got my Ultraman Belial. Ultraman Mandalorian. Ultraman Ma Mandalorian. Yeah, Ultra Mandalorian. Ultra Mandalorian. Yeah. You know, he he came from the world of light, and he's seeking the the light steel armor so he can be the best Ultraman ever. Link. I well, you just put your ultra your Mandalorian. Can't. You just put your Mandalorian figure next to your Ultraman. Yeah, that's a clever pun, Ultra Mandalorian. Yeah, or Ultra Mandalorian. I wish, I wish you could have the thumbnail just be that. No, <laughs> but no. Heck, I'm shocked the FTC isn't on our ass. Well, you just said ass, so good job. I just said that. Technically, you're allowed to say ass on television. You're allowed to say hole on television. Can't say pants, though. <laughs> Schwaller roll call. can't say asshole together yeah. on, on TV. No. But you can say ass and hole, but you just can't say yeah. asshole. Well, I put an ass in that hole. <laughs> Greetings, everybody, and welcome back to Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger, the podcast where we talk about Ultraman's past, present, future, Godzilla, and all kaiju in between. I'm your host, Ultra Yellow Caster Gar. And I'm the other son of Belial, Ultra Pink Caster Lane. I have now acquired my Ultraman Jeed on Blu-ray, and it's fantastic. We are yours. I thought it was no, ours. That's no, mine. <laughs> I thought it was yours, mine. I mean, I'll happily share it with you so you can watch it whenever you want, but if I ever move out, it's coming with me. That is if you move out. I might someday. But anyways, it's very beautiful. It's got cool cover of Jeed and Belial on the front. That's Lane, this is a podcast. They can't see it. For. And then if you open it up... Lane, this isn't a toy review where you can talk to the camera. So if we look inside the box, we can see that it comes with a very nice Ultra and Jeed information episode guide. See, if you can see right here, it's it's pretty nice. And then I like that all... What the, can you see? I like that all the discs are different Jeed forms. So we got Primitive, we got Solid Burning, got Acro Smasher... Magnificent, truly the best Jeed form. Uh, Roman Master and... forgot this one. Ultimate Final. Yeah, Ultimate Final. <laughs> what are the last two so, words you can think of for a finale? Wait, what was that second last one, Lane? Roman Master? Mega Master? What was that last one? Uh, Royal Pistol Ship? What? Uh, Super Summer? What? Anyways, this is awesome. I fucking love it. It was totally worth thirty dollars. So. Should I make the joke? No, it's no, it's thirty dollars. If it was twenty dollars, then you make the joke. Twenty dollars, twenty jeans. Twenty jeans. How how many? How much money is that in data? Alien data. Yeah, in alien data. <laughs> yeah, we got a, we got an interesting episode of Ultraman today because we're we decided to play a nice good oh. game of catch up because we realized that if we only talked about one episode of Ultraman and one episode of Tiga. Oh boy, would we be behind, uh, and we it, would be ha we would be we wouldn't be consistent with our episodes. It's not that we would be behind. It's just last time we talked about two episodes of Tiga when we were only meant to talk about one. So it's like okay, so we're on episode twenty nine of Tiga, but we're only on episode twenty eight of Ultraman. So it was either we talk about two episodes of Ultraman, one episode of Tiga, and then like another episode of Sutton. But Tiga is current as of. November 21st, whenever this episode actually comes out, probably sometime next week, hopefully, fingers crossed, pray to God. Uh, Taiga is currently not subbed. Nope. Weekly. Nope. So, uh... So we have decided to not finish what, uh, talking, uh, continue talking about Taiga until the rest of the series is fully subbed. Then we'll talk about it. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's safe to say, and especially for next year's as well, unless it has, like, a legal streaming service, please do not turn that on. Please put that on. I, I, I'm not. It's not on. 
Put it away. I'm holding it. This is the Ultraman podcast. I'm holding it! You're not allowed to play with the Force Riser while, while we talk about Ultraman. There, there you go. Down the Mandalorian. <laughs> you, the Mandalorian sci-fi, I count it. <laughs> Alright, welcome to the first episode where we talk about the first episode of Mandalorian. I haven't seen it yet. You should, it's really good. Third uh, episode out Friday. There's only eight episodes of it. I, season one. Fuck, it's gonna get popular. It's already popular! Fucking Baby Yoda! Everyone loves it! Spoilers! Oh, well, well, the show's been out for two weeks. Spoilers. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we got some news. Do we? Yeah, we oh. actually got one, two, three, four, five news stories. My beard's nice and bushy now. Please don't say that in the same sentence ever again. Especially when we're recording. Fact, never say that in front of me ever again. But my beard is bushy. Don't. S- <laughs> I'm I'm gonna censor all that. Yeah, and Grizzly Adams had a beard. Grizzly Adams did have a beard. Anyways, we, by by our awesome fan Ten Up, uh, he made us some cool evil Ultra uh, Ultra Rangers. I'm not entirely sure they're meant to be evil Ultra Rangers. But, Oh, gee, Gar, I don't know. They have a pretty evil-looking smirk on them. I think they're supposed to be evil versions of, of us. I think they're just evil. Because, <laughs> like, I asked him, because he, uh, our fan, again, 10up, he's been doing, uh, he's been doing, like, fan... Pixel art like, of all Pixar of all the cast rangers and such. So I sent him a question. Uh, do you think you can do sprites of the Ultra Caster designs? He said, Sure. And he just asked if it was me and him. He's like, okay, sounds simple. And then these happen. And they're awesome. They're really cool. I enjoy them very much. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad. I think I got horns. Where are your legs? I don't know. Anyways, these look really fucking cool. Yeah. I love them. So good job, Tenup. Woo! Alright, our next news story. So, apparently, Subaru Productions and Toei Animation Company have announced a new CGI anime project entitled Kaiju Decode. Okay. Uh, this new project will have a theme that will feature, in quote, a story about kaiju and girls. Oh, no. Oh, no. Insert browser here. And are aiming for a worldwide audience. Definitely insert the Brazzer logo. Uh, the project is produced by Koichi Noguchi, who is best known for doing uh, Kado, The Right Answer, and Expelled from Paradise. And then also Masa. Masahiro Onda, Ultron Zero, The Revenge of Wild, SSSS Gridman. Cool. It's Gamera. Super Ryan and Toy about the rights to camera. According, uh, judging from the picture, it kind of reminds me of Mothra a bit. Because, like, Mothra, the giant egg. The cocoon. Uh, more details about this project will be revealed at the opening ceremonies at the Super Ryan convention uh, this year, which will be held on December 14th. Alright. Wish I could go. We all wish we could go. More importantly, I wish I could go. <laughs> me, Lane. No, not you. Winner, loser. So there's this art book coming out, uh, heavily inspired from, heavily inspired by a Tokusatsu heroes from Japan. So let's see, if we got if we go up. up. Uh, no, well, that's not really that. It's just these are just covers. I know, but I want to stand here. Oh, okay. So there's Ultraman Mavius, Ultraman Tiga, and Ultraman Nexus. But do you know who Yasumi is? Yes. Yasumi is the tech geek that never really leaves the base, and he has a crush on Mayumi, who is Shinjo's sister. Shinjo! Shinjo! Uh, Hiroshi Maruyama is the character designer behind the Heisei Era Ultra Hero series of shows, as well as Conrad or Wizard's Phantoms. Oh, well, no wonder you like Wizard, because it has Ultraman, like, inspiration in it. <laughs> Yeah, Lane. That's <laughs> totally the reason why I like Common Rider Wizard, who was the first 
Kamen Rider show I watched when it was currently airing. Before I watched Ultraman. No, I saw Ultraman before. Oh, okay. I think I watched Ginga that, that summer. Guy, you're just supposed to say, yes, Lane, you're right. I'll go, yeah. Mm. <laughs> you almost got that. I know. Don't throw that back at me. I was going to. Alright. Uh, <laughs> uh, this Tokusatsu Design Works will have over a thousand unreleased designs featuring series from Ultraman Nexus. Oh, uh, I thought it said we'll reveal over a hundred, one thousand unreleased designs of Ultraman Nexus. And I was like, Jesus! This book will be a special look into character design process behind to- behind the art of Tokusatsu. Uh, apart from Kamurai Wizard and Ultraman, the book will also feature designs based on Godzilla x Mechagodzilla, uh, the Mil- the Millennium Godzilla movie, and SSSS Gridman. A special edition will also be available for purchase on Amazon, which includes uh, maybe a. Sp- Burning yeah, I love that maybe as the Nexus's designs have changed, but Tegas is the same. They could have just made a power type. Nah. Should have just made a power type. Hiroshi Maruyuma Tokusatsu Design Works will be available through Amazon Japan on November 25th for 3,960 yen. So that's like a $50, $56 book. I would like to see this design book. We need to talk about Nexus someday. We'll, he, get, we'll he, get there one day. He is day. the Ultraman that fought in Canada and won. He is the Ultraman that got cancelled. Ouch. Yeah, not, nothing like getting cancelled. Uh, I don't like fucking dark plots in my Ultraman. No, it's more like, we want to make Ultraman dark and serious. We're putting you on at 3am. Where no one will ever see. A uh, random news story that I just found. Uh, so... Gashap- Godzilla and Ultraman Tiger Gashapon things are coming out. Cool. So let's see what we got. We got the 1989 Godzilla. It's pretty dope. We got Biolante in his rose form. My boy Hera. Yeah. Actually, looks really good. And my boy Mechagodzilla. See, I love it. My two of my favorite kaijus are getting fucking Gashapon figures, and they actually look really fucking good. And for Ultraman, you got Tiger, Tiga. Evil Tiga and uh, Zeton. How much are these going for? Uh... Doesn't say. It does not say. But they're, they're... Gashapon, so they're probably decently cheap. Gee, Lane, they're Gashapon. How much money do you put in a Gashapon machine? Mm, like three bucks? Like a dollar ish. Yeah. I wouldn't mind having that header figure. <laughs> So just having like a random, just little mini statue of Hedera. Yeah. That, that, that big? Yeah. I could, I could use it as a Monopoly piece. <laughs> Hedera, collect $20 $200. Lane, why are you pouring goop all over the Monopoly board? It's because Hedera took it over. <laughs> hey, at least I'm not Bart and making Lego pieces houses. Lane, that's cheating. No, it's Hedera. <laughs> In other toy news, uh, we have an update on the SH Figure Arts Ultraman Trigear. Cool. So he'll be coming out in May of 2020. For 7150 yen. Yeah, and unfortunately he is premium Bandai. Yeah, of course he is, but he looks good. He looks more blue in this uh, picture. He looks darker. Yeah, he that's what's. Yeah. Because I just, like, I don't remember him being that, like, light. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just like his design's very interesting because he's just he's trying so hard not to be an Ultraman. No, you know what it is? Hmm. It's just if you gave Trigear one an Ultraman one of these, we gave him a Force Riser. I was about to say, could, do you care to explain what you're holding? Yeah, I don't know. So like, it, yeah, because he has like the straps on him, and then he has like the armor that's like covering his color timer, and then he has like a mask over his head, over his face, because he's like, I'm, I'm ashamed to be an Ultraman. Ultraman sucks. Huh. He's the he's the Ultraman who hates being an Ultraman. <laughs> but yeah, he looks really good. I will not get him, but I will admire him from afar. You'll you'll window shop him. Yeah, I'll just look at him and go. Be nice to have, but no thank you. I just I, I, I personally like him, but 
I, I'd, I'd fucking, uh, probably not yet. I, I'd pose him with like a with a, like a bowl of popcorn. Just like, <laughs> hey, I'm evil. I'm a bit shocked that you wouldn't get him, especially since you already have two of the three evil ultra from New Gen. That's true, but eh, I got the two best ones. Anyways, cool. And our last news story. Oh. So, uh, Mill Creek Entertainment announced the next two uh, releases in the Ultraman uh, line. In which, so the first release, so uh, the first release of 2020 for Ultraman is uh, the fourth entry in the series, The Return of Ultraman. Or in this case, they just shorten it to Return of Ultraman. Uh, Return of Ultraman contains 51 episodes of the series and takes place after the events of Ultra 7, of course. Uh, the series will be coming out February 25th, 2020, and much like with the other Showa era series, there will be a standard release and a, a steelbook release. And that's cool, but we all know what we really want to talk about. Oh no, this is the cooler one. Oh. So and uh, the oh it's uh coming out regular release is thirty nine ninety eight where the steel book is forty nine ninety eight and I have already pre ordered the steel book. Oh nice. But the biggest reveal, biggest plot twist of the evening, was so in the list of releases that we had, uh for Mill Creek, uh one of them was Ultra Fight Orb, which that's only like a thirty minute special. Mm -hmm. So it's like, what entire, like, what exactly are you going to do with a 30 minute, like, 30 to 45 minute uh, special? Can't really sound. So we need to make it more worthy of your content. What will we do? Holy shit. Ultraman Orb, the origin saga, is getting a Blu-ray release. Yeah. With Ultra Fight Orb. That's fucking amazing. And this is what started us wanting to do Ultra Ranger. Yeah. So we're definitely picking this up, and we'll probably end up getting Orb as well. Mm -hmm. So I, I just I just laugh at the cover because it's like heavily like Ultraman Orb, the Origin Saga, and then just at the bottom, bonus includes Ultra Fight Orb. Yep. Now in glorious Blu-ray HD, I can see Gaia. <laughs> also done in Cosmos. That would. That would technically make this the first release for Dyna Gaia Cosmos. Ooh. Over here on the Blu-ray. Oh, yeah. So actually don't see them on this cover. Well, this is this was the uh, promotional poster for, for the series. But yay. Oh, so we're getting this. Ermaker. Uh, this is actually coming out before Return of Ultraman. Uh, coming out February 11th, uh, 2020. And the Blu-ray set will cost nineteen dollars and ninety-eight cents. That's like thirty dollars. That's great. That's so good. I'd love to just walk into a Walmart and fucking find this. Now here I am thinking, if the orb sets do well, would Suraya consider making more of that ten-part plan? Oh, please. Still need to see who Bianca is and why she has such a huge impact on Juggler. We'll find out someday, damn it. Yeah, uh, after this, then that means all of Orb has, would be released. Fuck. Yeah, because, like, it's in the Jean movie, so. Mm hmm. Damn! Oh. There's only four things of Jean, or of Orb. His show, his movie, The Origin Saga, and Ultra Fight Orb. Now, what I'm curious to see is with Ginga, would they just release Ginga and Ginga S as, like, a whole thing, or. I actually was having that conversation with someone today. I mean, if it were up to me... I'd put them together. I would put them separate. Because oh. think of it, Ginga has two movies. Where uh, Ginga S has its movie and Ultra Fight Victory. You know what I would actually do? What? I would just be, Ultraman Ginga, and then Tsuburaya just makes an announcement. Yeah, we decided to rechange Ginga S's name to Ultraman Victory. <laughs> they just make it about Victory. Which they honestly, that should have just been it the entire time. It should have just been Ultraman Victory show, and then Ginga just kind of guest stars in, in the background. Yeah, but Ginga was very popular. 
Yes, he is popular. He is popular. He he has a different look to him uh, from an Ultraman. So that's that's what made me interested in him because I was I looked at him and I was like, oh fuck, that he looks different from usual Ultraman. Yeah, I was thinking maybe they just do Ginga on its own with its two movies, Ginga S, where they sit with the movie with Ultra Fight Victory. Either that, or they put the sh- two shows together, and then they release, like, a Ginga movie compilation mm-hmm. as one set. Oh, it's, fil- it's a world filled with so many possibilities. i just glad we live in a world where now we can just easily get Ultra and Blu-ray. Like, I'm still amazed that this happened. Why not? <laughs> like, a year ago, I never would have... Thought, oh my god, I, I can go gold G on Blu-ray. And now I do. Like you're physically holding the show in your holding hand. Holding this whole entire series of G in my hand. I, I might, I actually might rewatch this someday. Hmm. Best Toku 2017. It is. It's the best Tokusatsu show of 2017. Hashtag well, well, I wouldn't call it show. I, I would say best Tokusatsu project of 2017. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah, Return of Ultraman is going to be cool, too. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see what the adventures of Jack are like. <gasps> now, now, remember, they don't refer to him as Ultraman Jack in the show. No, I know. And we can, we can see the first fight with the alien Knackle. Yeah. And we start... I'm still wondering about if Ultra Fight will ever get a release. Like, the 1970 show that only... Uh, that actually kind of sparked the interest in more Ultraman again. I know they don't have it right now, but it'd be really cool if they got their hands on the anime. Oh, the Netflix anime? No, 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 not Netflix anime, like Jonius. Oh, the Ultraman. Yeah, that'd be cool if they got their hands on that. Well, I mean, I think that is included. Like, they said the entire library. That includes Jonius. That'd be cool. I don't mind watching that, even though it'd be like really odd '70s animation. Oh, it's Sunrise. It's not that bad. Nah, I know. it's like very like last year of the of the '70s. Yeah. 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 yeah so Can't that is the news. So, mm. so uh, let's talk about some Ultraman. Sure. Episode 28, Human Specimens 5 and 6. Yes. So, the kaiju of this episode is our good old buddy, Alien Dada. 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 Dada? Mother. <laughs> don't go watch Son of the Mask, it's a really bad movie. Don't. Just don't. Just don't. Though, I would go see it, watch it, recommend watching it for Bob Hoskins as Odin. Loki. Um. So this is mainly a cat-focused episode. The it's first. It's all about Kapu. Kapu. Yeah, Cat Muramatsu. Kapu. So you know. This is his only character-focused episode. Right? Yeah. So he's on a bus with Ide, a bunch of people, and there's just a suspicious-looking woman who actually ended up really not being that suspicious at all. You're not the bad guy. No. And I'm just a scientist who's trying to get information from this lab, and they didn't contact us, so I went to go find out. Hmm. Very interesting. Oh, and also the bus uh, falls, uh, drives off a cliff. It yeets itself off the road. And I just, when I saw Cap and the woman, just they I, apparently I, got thrown out of off the bus onto like uh, onto the the cliff. And they were nice and safe, and I just said, no. No. That's not how fucking physics work. You would have been in that bus, and you would have perished along with everyone fucking else. But no. Everyone seemed to, everyone else seemed to have disappeared. They're fine. Barely any scratches on them. Ide had just a broken leg. And Cap's like, hmm, something suspicious is afoot. There are aliens in this show. Are you sure you two weren't just abducted? Got probed? 
and then we're gently left alone. I could see it. My coworker, my coworker asked me that like last week. He's like, Lane, if you met an alien, would you let him probe you or would you probe him? And I was just like, I looked at him like was like, what? <laughs> and I was like, neither. And he just started laughing at me. People do like, realize when when they say they got probed by an alien, they didn't mean they don't mean that they legit got fucked over by an alien. I know they didn't get something up their ass. <laughs> well, they did, just not the alien. Um. Yeah, so apparently these alien datas, or there's apparently just one? There's two. Oh, there's two. Okay. There's two of them. And they go, da, da. Yeah, there's the commander, and then there's data number 271. Yeah, and apparently how they their their uh, process of time is in data. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, you have 202 datas to... You have 101 data minute. Data, data time. time to, uh, to, to upload the, the thing. So they're pretty much... The plot of this episode is their goal is to get six human specimens, shrink them down into these tiny little tubes, which they do, and it was actually pretty funny, because when you see them in the distance, they just look like these like really awful fucking figures. But then they actually zoom in on them, and they like impose them into these tubes, and they look like actual humans. So that was interesting. And they're just taking them back to their home world so they can experiment. Mm-hmm. So that's what they do, but yeah, they have the ability to shrink people because they have them, uh, something called I think the mini riser. On oh, the gun? Yeah, I think it's just called the data gun. Oh, I I saw it was named on the wiki. It was like the mini mini riser or something like that. Mm-hmm. It, just, it has the ability to shrink people. Um, and then alien data also has some interesting abilities. He has the ability to switch his face between face A, B, or C, which we get to see all three faces. Yeah, we saw all three faces in the episode. It's like, why does he have three faces, according to the Ultra Wiki? But yeah, he, he's a very interesting kaiju. He's like, he has like a black and white striped suit, and then he just has this giant head with like glowing red eyes, big fat red lips, and like, he has dots all over his face, but that's so the fucking suit actor can see what the fuck he's doing, because well, not- I, I would not lie, that head piece must be really heavy. I don't think it would be for for him to see. I think it would be for him to breathe. Oh, that too. Um, and then another one of his abilities is his ability to possess human bodies, so he can take over as a human, which he does. And then ability to teleport, and something called the Dada's Kiss, where if he kisses a person, uh, they grow weaker. I didn't see that in this episode. I, oh, I saw it in the wiki. Apparently does it. Maybe, maybe you shouldn't just read things off the wiki. Don't believe everything off the wiki, Lane. I like to... Well, sometimes with kaijus I'm interested in, I like to learn more about them. Yeah, well, my history teacher in high school told me to never believe a wiki. They told me Tony... They told me uh, freaking um, Stephen Hawking was a skateboarder and and he freaking injured himself and while doing a stunt and then he devoted the rest of his life to science. No. <laughs> yeah, someone edited the Wikipedia page for that, and that's why our history teacher was always like, don't just copy and paste off of Wikipedia. Go other places to find your resources. Like, like, it's amazing to think that there are people out there who just spend their fucking everyday lives just, up, like, putting in facts on Wikipedia. I couldn't do that. I only edited a wiki page once, and it was on a Star Wars article for, because uh, I just added a quote from a character about another character so um but yeah so you know cap's investigating with this woman they're on the run uh they encounter the scientist who's like on the run from the alien data but then uh or like oh no he managed to escape him but then he got kidnapped he got teleported and it was actually really disturbing because he's like lying in bed and i thought he was just like disintegrating or something but no he's just being teleported but he's still like "Ah!" and then just gone well the funniest thing of all uh, in pre-production for uh, Infinity War, when they all got snapped, that was the effect that they used. They would just vanish. Hmm. Like, it, they would just fade away. It's like, okay, then you add the effect of them dusting. Wow. Um, so, like, uh, Gar made a good notice where, like, Haito would actually probably make a pretty good leader if cap wasn't there yeah because cap was kind of not with everyone else this episode that's why i consider this the heavy sorry the heavy cap focus episode because it's mostly just him yeah 
Uh, him with this mysterious woman, which she doesn't have a name. I, I don't remember that. I name. can't no. remember her name. No, I don't think they ever brought up her name. She's pretty cute, though. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like, well, in real in real sense, like, yes, Haito would make a good leader, but technically that would be Ultraman, so Ultraman would be a good leader of the side mm-hmm. control. Uh, so yeah, so these alien dogs are just like, they're super weird, and like, you know, they're just, they're, they're, they're scientists. That's all they are. They're just interested in specimens and experimentation, and they came to Earth and found humans, and were like, oh, we need to learn more about these guys. Ooh. Um, Ooh. So eventually... You know what the dads remind me of? Hmm? They remind me of the putties from the Mighty Walking Power Rangers a bit. Like, the way that they move, the way that, like, just... The yeah, like, well, one was, like, walking towards them as, like, a fucking zombie, and I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, why are you doing that? Um, so then, like... They had some weakness. I couldn't remember. It was, like, the Cosmic Ray Lab. Like, there was, like, a room that they couldn't get in. Yeah. And, I think it was uh, the Ray Lab. Like, they were chase- being chased by Daily Dada, and then Cap, uh, he, like, fucking, like, just sweeps one, like, on his leg. But you can clearly tell it's just, like, a, a it's a dummy that, like, yeah. falls over. Um, so then, like, Hayata goes off to, like, rescue them. And what does he fucking do? He just transforms into Ultraman right in the fucking middle of the headquarters. And, like, doesn't crash through the building or anything. He just manifests outside the building. And I'm like, no! Okay, there are definitely security cameras watching you. Well, no, you know what it would you know, you know have been? What? Because they don't, they don't know how, what Ultraman is. They think he's just a singular being. All they would have seen on the security footage is Hayata pulling out a thing and then a giant blinding light. Just, like, if... if, if and, like, brightened up the room. Solar flare. Yeah, exactly. It probably wiped out the camera, so, like, they're like, oh, this this camera broke. Fuck. All we saw was Hayata just do a thing, and then... Gone. Yeah. Um, so, Hayata... Yeah, so Ultraman starts, like, trying to fight the Dada. But then the Dada does the thing. He shrinks Ultraman. Yeah, first time ever in an Ultra series where we see Ultraman... Human size. Yeah, and I that guess doesn't I... count episode zero because that was a press conference. Yeah, and then uh, like yeah, and then t- and there's episode Tiga where he did that. Yeah, where he fought the Raybeaks. And it, it was that was funny because in that Tiga episode they shrink him and it's like, haha, what the fuck are you gonna do? Grows, grows bigger, yeah. and Ultraman does the same thing. He's just like, uh, like uh, alien uh, data sees him. He's like, what are you gonna do now? I shrunk you. Ha 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 ha. Just grows bigger. Oh. He's like, oh shit. Shit. So, he's fighting Dada. Fucks him up. I feel sorry for the Dada suit actor. Not only because, A, he, he's getting beaten by Ultraman. But two, you can clearly tell Ben Furiyama, the suit actor for, for Ultraman, is a really tall guy. Yeah. And, like... Whoever was in the suit for Alien Data was a very short person. And he was getting tossed around like a rag doll. Like, fucking every shot, almost every shot I remember, was fucking Ultraman just like, like, just like throwing him across the fucking plane. I'm like, jeez. So, and then you look at his face, it's, it's so damaged. You have, like, you see blood. I almost think he actually lost his eyesight. That's a lot of damage. Yeah. And so what does he do? He just teleports back into where he was contacting his, his other Dada friend on, on a computer. His commander. Yeah, and his commander's just like, hurry the fuck up with those specimens. I don't care. Just get grab those two and send them over. Yes, sir. Ultraman is here. That's nice. He's a very powerful foe. Well, I think you can take him. Yeah, you're, you're, you can take him. And, no, he doesn't. <laughs> Pulls him up. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because uh, he starts chasing him, and then, like, uh, Dada goes invisible, but then uh, Ultraman keeps using, like, this, like, eye beam to, like, kind of see him in the sky. And, yeah, he just, like, pulls him up. <laughs> um, so, then, like, finally, Arashi and uh, Ide show up with Fuji, Fuji yeah. and they're like, oh, yeah, we made it! They just look over behind him, there's Haita, just like, hey, what's up, guys? Haita! They're all having a good laugh. You know, Hoshino's not there anymore. Oh, well, Ide broke his leg, so joke about Ide's leg being broken. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if anything, that's they, they could have had Hoshino in this episode, and that's how they could have written him out. Yeah. 
Like, legit, just, oh, his leg's broken. Um, yeah, so I thought this was a cool episode. It was, I like, I like when they introduce alien characters instead of kaijus in, in these shows, because usually the aliens are more, like, dastardly and more, like... They're more cunning. They're more, exactly, that's the word to use. Like, they're more cunning. Because, well, they're... They're not just, like, a mindless monster. Well, yeah, because... You know, they're aliens. They're highly superior compared to us yeah. humans. And the alien dados were just interesting because they were just scientists and they were just here to perform an experiment. I feel like... I want to see who would win in a fight. A dada or a zarabud? Or a zaraba? Ooh. I don't know. Or a Bolton. I think Bolton would still win because there's tons of them. Billions of fucking alien Bolton. All on this little tiny ship. Those are the only three that I can think of right now, that that we've seen. Because there's yeah, Alien Bolton. You have a Zarba, mm-hmm. and then and then yeah, Alien Dad. I think those are the only three that. Have yeah, but all those episodes have been, been good. Hell, Bolton came back again. Twice. Yeah. And he may be uh, coming back again. Of course he is. Love some others. Uh-oh. And the very bizarre thing. I'm not going to say what it is yet. Okay. I'm excited. Godzilla. Jiras. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. He had to go by another stage name. Jiras. <laughs> Jiras. Hey, Godzilla, you're too main. You're too popular on the film sets. You want to do an episode of Ultraman? Yeah, Ultraman's my cousin. You can't use your name. Fine, I'll use my... Fine, also, you have to wear this neck frill, and we have to put a yellow paint on you. What? Okay. Uh, uh, Alright, fine. I'll, I'll use my I'll use my other stage name. What's that? Jiras. <laughs> Sounds like you're saying your ass. <laughs> your ass is giving grass if you don't put me in this episode. Alright, alright, alright. All right, all right, right, sorry. Right, sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry, Mr. Godzilla. Sorry, Mr. Sell. Alright, I'm looking for a gold on... <laughs> Ah, hold on. There you are. So, uh, you'll be in episode 29, Challenge to the Underground. Uh, it's not that good of an episode. Mostly introduction to uh, a new vehicle for the Science Patrol. The, the Pelicidar. Yeah, the Pelicidar. Which, <laughs> I, I honestly feel like that's supposed to say the Pelicillin. But, who knows. Yeah, Goldon sucks. <laughs> Goldon kind of did so. He, he, like, apparently he's supposed to be this kaiju that's made out of pure gold, but, like, he looked like he was just, like, a, like, he looked like one of those, like, puffy winter jackets, and someone just spray-painted it gold. That's all he looked like. And, no, do you know what they should have done for Goldon, which would have been a lot better, and they could have gotten away with it? Just make it the body and one of the heads of King Ghidorah. And no wings, and put some arms on him. There you go. That would have been a good idea, Lane. But there's only one problem. Hmm. Toho only has one King Ghidorah suit. Shit. <laughs> that, and keep in mind, this was 1967, which I'm just going to do... Oh, uh, when was the Invasion of the Astro Monsters? No, I'm just going to see uh, when Ghidorah's first appearance was. 1964. Okay, yeah, we could have had one. So, so think of it. We've had, he only had one suit. Yeah, that's fair. So from 64, so, like, that's kind of... At least we got the, the sound of King Ghidorah <laughs> through the phone. Yes, the fu- <laughs> The fucking phone. I want to know whose idea that was. I feel like that was an honest joke. It's like, hey, 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 Fred, even though we're all Japanese. Hey, hey Fred-son. Fred, <laughs> hey, hey, Fred-son, come look come over here. That's an awful Japanese accent. Wasn't supposed to be a Japanese accent. I was making a Barney, like Fred and Barney joke. Oh, hey Fred, was a bar song. <laughs> bar song. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Fred and bar song. <laughs> Damn it, Fred! I just wanted to make an Ultraman show. You're red. I broke myself. Oh, yeah, you broke yourself. That was funny, Barson. Okay. Okay, okay. Well, now we know... Oh, oh, this is going to get cut. No, 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 that's not getting cut. That's amazing. Um, No, you know what the thumbnail is going to be? It's going to be Ida and Kef 
over party in Fred's hat <laughs> <Yeah>. bodies. <laughs> There's a thumbnail. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. So yeah, so fucking Ida and Cap got to spend a lot of fucking time together, and they almost died in a fucking drilling machine. Okay, you're gonna You're gonna make that thumbnail? You're gonna work on something you're just gonna be dying. No, no, no. Okay, okay, let me get back to the joke. <laughs> no, you can't say Farsan. No, because I keep trying to do that. Oh, Vasa. Okay, okay. I can't do it. I can't I do it. Anyways, right, yeah, joke, so. Joke's gone. I would have preferred if Goldon, Goldon looked like King Ghidorah. There's this King Ghidorah with arms and one head. One head. That'd be no great. neck? No, yeah. Always well, got a short neck. Just Ghidorah with no neck. <laughs> It's Kevin. It's Kevin. It's the Kevin head. Uh, don't eat yourself. Um. Fucking. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember much of this episode. They were, um, they were trying to like dig for something, and they found Goldon. Goldon tried to fuck up shit, and then Ida and Cap are dying in this drill thing. I actually thought Ida was gonna die, and I actually, when I saw him wake up at the end, I was like, damn it. <laughs> No, I was actually a bit upset. Well, of course, Lane. He's totally going to die before 10 episodes before the finale. Yeah, sure. Why not kill the character? Make the show more popular. I will say this. The character does die before the show ends. I'm not going to say who, though. Uh-oh. Oh, she knows. Oh. <laughs> Anyways. P- apparently, uh, in one of the books later on, they wrote it off saying he... he uh, Arashi sent Arashi and them sent them sent him to the American branch. He's sleeping. He's in America. Um. So yeah, then eventually Ultraman like shows up and he saves the and Cap by like spinning underground. Oh no, he flies. He just flies underground yeah, he flies through underground. the tunnel. Which that's that's definitely mass shifting because the drill tank isn't that big. No. But yeah. Um. Yeah. It was like a bunch of miners went down to go. One, dig for yeah, gold, they, and they, one of them was like obsessed with gold on because it's like you take the gold, you take all the gold. I want the gold. The gold is mine. Okay, not not Scrooge McDuck. Uh, glum, gl- oh, Glum Gold. Yeah, yeah, I love Glum Gold. I'm Glum Gold McDuck. Well, it's, no, it's oh, Glum Gold is his last name. Oh. I forgot what his actual name is. Sure. Um, but yeah, and so just Golan gets his fucking ass kicked and. The air, it's getting dirtier. And, and what the fuck do they do? They oh, harvest his body for gold. He's made of gold? Yeah. Why not? No, but like legit, they harvest his fucking body and organs for gold. It's terrible. But yes, so challenge to the underground. Unfortunately, another downside to this episode, this is the final episode with the B-type suit. Mostly because, unlike the first suit, because of water damage. According to some records, the B-type suit got stolen. Yeah, you were telling me that before in a previous episode. Like, that... Why? Why would you steal Ultraman suit? Well, think about it. This came out at the end of January of 1967. Ultraman was a very successful financially... Or, like, a financially successful show. I was just like, this is worth, like, millions. Of course I'm going to steal it. Are you gonna steal it? No. Like he's nodding his head yes, but he's saying no. Yeah. And just no, I'm totally not gonna do it. I saw it. No, I shouldn't do that. Yeah, don't do that. Um. So yeah, that, that was an okay. So Golan, he he just looked awful. He did not look that good. Apparently, next episode we get another snow themed episode. Yeah. Oh, we get like none of those yeti fucking kaiju's. So. Oh, it's a weird looking dude. Really? Oh, I want to show you this episode after we after we done recording. Okay. <laughs> um. So yeah, eh, uh, episode twenty eight was the better one. Yeah, the yeah. Da- the data episode was just better. Also, just how big the fighting area was for data. Yeah. Compared to, like, the gold that, on That's why, like, I kept saying, like, Ultraman kept fucking just tossing him around. Like, it was amazing. <laughs> just look, just, the like, the alien Ultraman both look up, time out, 
or like or yeah, times out. And it's like, all right, they grab their uh, their uh, shift cards, like they punch in and out. Megazord and the giant monster comes in. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, guys, you totaled the set. Oh, man, this is gonna take up most of our time. Fuck. Anyways, onto some tutututiga. Tutiga. So episode 29 of Walter Antigua, A Memory of Blue Skies. Funny. Neither did I see the Beatles or Lucy in this. So what blue skies are we talking about? Nothing but blue skies. More like blue screen. From now on. Um, More like blue screen. So this is about, kind of about Shinjo! Of course it's about Shinjo. Yeah, but... Who else would it be about? But apparently this is, the main focus of this episode was about this girl named Mayu. Or, uh... Maya. Yeah, Maya. Maya Cruz. <laughs> Maya Cruz. Um, but yeah, this episode starts off amazing with a fucking horrifying car crash. This lovable family's just, you know, having a nice drive at night, in the middle of the night, having a good time, enjoying stuff, and veers off a road and crashes and dies. I got X-Men Dark Phoenix flashbacks. I saw that scene because I watched the cinema wins for Dark Phoenix. Apparently that was practical. Uh, yeah, like, someone said some good stuff to say about Dark Phoenix. Anyways, uh, um... So, yeah, then there's, like, this night blue light that shined on the car, and we find out more about that later. Yeah, so, uh, later on we see Shinjo in the new Maxima ship. You know, the one that can go faster than the speed of light. You know, when the security robots came and told us, no, 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 no. Maybe this is a safer Maxima. Maybe it's the one that doesn't have the hyperdrive in it. Probably. It's probably just a faster ship. That's probably what it is. It's probably the Maxima with a different engine. Yeah, so it doesn't attract the, the security robots. <laughs> Do you want another invasion? No. Then don't. It stands for don't. <laughs> Fucking don't. But uh, Shinjo does ask Daigo. It's like, Daigo, you're the main character, right? Yeah, can you uh, do I something? I mean, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> aren't you? Good point. Anyways, I have an offer. I, I have an offer for you. What is it? It's Cuts a, to him taking Mayumi to a Maya Cruz concert. <laughs> which I got very confused because I'm like, so 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 they went on a date. No, is, and is that's the thing. Her? Yazumi even asked that. It's like, wait, you went on a date with Mayumi? No, 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 no. And then we see Hori just like walk over, like, the fuck, man. What? Rain is just like, Hori's like the biggest Maya Cruz fan. Yeah, we see on his clipboard that on the other side he has like Maya Cruz like and, on and there. And it says they're talking in the background just like. Oh yeah, Yasumi and Hori are just like having like a hissy fit in the background. It's like, oh dude, can I have that clipboard? No, it's mine. Fuck you. Yasumi, get back to your desk. There was a Christianity joke. I can't remember what it was. Oh, so... He's like, uh, cause uh, Hori was a was a cruise chien, oh, and yeah, so oh, yeah, yeah. and so so freaking Daigo's like, oh, he's a he's a Christian, and he's like, no, Maya Cruz fan, and it's like, that, that and then Rina, Rina's like, Rina's like, yeah, no, Maya Cruz has a big fan base called Christians. Uh, it, it, it's like almost, it's like they're very religious about her. <laughs> Just, I'm like, wow. just how Daigo does the whole, like, in name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I think some of them do worship, like, Christianity in Japan. From what I understand, Comics. or at least for, for, from some videos that I've seen on YouTube, apparently Ultraman is supposed to be a representation of Jesus. And that's why the cross, like, he does the cross oh, to do the spacium ring. Oh my goodness. I never even fucking see. Because, like, I don't look for that. I don't look for fucking... No, 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 no but here's the thing, though. <laughs> Apparently, at the time of making Ultraman, Eiji Tsuburaya changed religions oh. to Christianity. Oh. This was his way of expressing Christianity with their Ultraman. <laughs> Is Ultraman Bible Man? 
He's Bible man. By the Ultra Father and the Ultra Son and the Holy Schwa. In the name of the Holy Father. In the name of. In the name of the Ultra Father. Well, I would I would totally make that the title, but you know, Copa, the FTC would probably be on our ass. In the name of Schwa. In the name of Schwa. I feel like we've done that before, though. Maybe. I don't know, after doing 106 episodes, it's kind of hard. <laughs> everything, everything bleeds together. Everything, everything schwas together. No. We'll think of something. Yeah, I'll think of something. Uh, there you go, G. You're near just, your father now. Just the blue screen effect, though. Oh! Oh, don't get me started on the blue screen! So, like, they Shinjo gets, like, fucking teleported into some fucking space light thing. They find him. He's unconscious. They put him in a hospital room. And then there's just the scene of Maya in her room. And it's a nice fucking bedroom. Yeah. It's a really nice bedroom. But there's just this awful, awful blue screen effect of just space. Like the starry so sky. Bad. And it just it's imposed onto the window. And it looks so awful. Star Trek The Next Generation did a better job. Because you know what they did? Around the set piece, wherever they were on the ship, they just had this giant drape and like, or like this sheet, and it would have stars on it, and they just have it constantly rotating around to make it look like they're traveling through space. Really? Yeah, it's a really, it's a really cool effect. Um, and then it shows, it shows it in Shinjo's room, and it even looks worse. And like Gar Gar notice something like yeah, so we're watching the dvd quality i want to say fan subs of tiga yeah we're watching it on an 80 inch tv by we're, the way. yeah we're watching it on 80 inch tv so of course it's getting cropped to be in its proper aspect ratio the blue screen effect you can see it go off the aspect ratio of like the actual screen of the of the episode because you know the editors you know hey fred son come here why is it barn son look what i'm doing I'm not even so you don't see the so you don't see the rest of it. Ah, that's a good idea, can, Barnes. And you can like see it like clipping through fucking Shinjo's yeah. arm. Oh my goodness, oh. you can see it clipping. It's oh. so bad. Oh, it's so bad. How? And then no, and then there's another scene later where like fucking Maya's looking up at the star sky. It's just the blue screen effect again. <laughs> and I was like, come on, you're outside. Just take a fucking photo of the starry sky. Don't use this shitty. Fucking a blue screen effect. It's so bad. Guy was telling me apparently like Japan's like five years below us in terms of like technology for like movie making. Well, I mean it's true. Look at look at something that we had in two thousand five compared to what they had in two thousand five, or like better chance what came out in nineteen ninety seven. Do you know what though? I think that's just a cultural thing. I think it's just like Japanese people like cheap. Yeah, they like things looking cheap because it looks real. That's why, that's why, like, mostly everything they fucking do is practical. They only have to do CGI effects if they really, really need to. Like, honestly, the best thing I've ever heard from, like, these production companies, I think it was from, uh, like, a Godzilla documentary around the time when, uh, the, the Nolan Emmerich movie, no, Nolan Emmerich? The 98 Godzilla? Yeah. Yeah, when that movie was coming out, they did a documentary, the BBC did, and they had Japanese people talking about, like, talking about from super high productions and they're like well in america if you want to squish a car you're gonna get a computer guy you're gonna cgi a car for us if you want to squish a car all right grab a model car get everything all set up squish the car yeah that's it yeah it's better just like if you want to go do it go do it it'll take you like a half an hour bam you're done so in the end the story of this whole episode is is that uh there's these al- three aliens, a mother and then her, her son and daughter. And so the one of the aliens, uh, they, they crash land on Earth like and have the uh, crash the same time that family had that car crash, that accident. And so the mother and brother escaped back to their home planet, but the, the daughter didn't. So she... She got left behind. She, yeah. And she used... She like recreated the dead. Do- no, no, no. no. She took body. her body. Oh, she she didn't recreate the body of the dead girl. She took the dead girl's body. So it's Detective Pikachu. Cut, yeah, and uh, spoilers. Um, so then uh, she just grew up, lived with her grandmother, and be- became a famous pop star. 
and like you know she has uh, an, her album uh, was it B B mine or something yeah I think it was like B mine or something yeah something like that B, B or mind or something yeah know. generic pop title yeah um, and so then her brother comes back but as Shinjo he possesses Shinjo so, so we were confused. We we're like, what's sh- there are so many loopholes in this episode, or not loopholes, plot it's holes. Just, not plot holes, not even plot holes. I think that's what I liked about this episode. It kept you guessing. It's like, what's going on? Yeah. Like, what's what's really happening? Yeah. And it's like everything finally gets explained. It's like, oh, the brother was going to come back, but there was a war on the planet with the nat with the aliens of the episode, the alien naturns, mm-hmm. and the. Uh, one of the alien Naturns followed the brother to Earth because he was going to come get his sister And, and he was hunting down other uh, members, too. So I think there are other members of his race that... Yeah. Because, like, he found one and then took his body as a disguise. Um, oh, am I missing something? Uh, oh, yeah, Tiga was in this episode. Yeah. Her, like, very brief... Wasn't really that important. From what I understand, according to the Ultra Wiki, this is the shortest fight Tiga's ever had. Like, because it's legit under a minute. We're watching this fight, and like you know, usually bet Ultraman fights they go on like in Tiga they go on for like maybe like three minutes, three to five minutes, three to five minutes because they're usually like the last bit of the episode. Yeah, I turn over to guard just talking about something because like I'm like you know well, ah, the fight's still going on. Uh, we were talking about how Tiga didn't how Tiga doesn't really show up anymore. In the like, he, how he didn't show up in the uh, origin saga, but the other two, yeah. The trilogy so did. we're talking about that. I turned back. Fucking alien Niner just exploded, and I was like, "Wait, what? He's done? <laughs> what the fuck?" And uh, it, it legit, look like no, no time wasted. Immediately cuts back to what was going on. So I think just the writers were just so like in the mood, in the zone for writing this plot that they had for this episode that they at the last minute they completely forgot that this was Ultraman Tiga and they're like oh shit we need to put Ultraman in this. You want pray for three. Hey Fredson look I have the script done. Alright let me see that Barnes son. Ah you know what this is really good. Let me take this to Mr. Spacely son. <laughs> Mr. Space? Mr. It'd be Mr. Uh... Oh, fuck is his name? Exactly. What do you think Mr. Spacely son? Pencil! Rubble! Where's Ultraman? If you don't give me Ultraman, that's your fire! Mr. Slate. That was. That's it, Mr. Slate. Mr. Slate, that was their boss thing. But Mr. Slate, son, no, I want Ultraman! Okay, Okay, now I'm going into race. Jesus Christ. That's gonna get us taken down. Jesus Christ. That's the title. <laughs> no. 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 That has to be a shirt. Just Ultraman dressed up with like a Jesus wig and Jesus I, robes. I'm, I'm and he's doing, he's doing the fucking I'm sorry. spacing right. You, you gave me the worst idea ever. Oh, what? Ultraman on the cross. Oh, I mean, that's already been a thing. Good point. Face killer. He captured all the Ultra Brothers and just has them up on crosses. I'm gonna fucking kill you, Ace. He's can- yeah, Ace Killer's a uh, Canadian. <laughs> kill you, Ace. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, like Alien Natron, he looks fucking cool, but like you know, we only saw him for like thirty seconds, so who the fuck cares? Oh, uh, dead. Dead. And so then what happens is like the alien got shot, like the brother got shot, and so we're like, oh shit, Shinjo's dead. But like the alien sacrifices his life and like. So that Shinjo can live. And so, what did they decide to do? They get Shinjo to pretend to be Maya's brother still. And go, no, don't worry about going back to your home planet with me. Go live your life. You have people here who love you. Okay, brother, I will. Will I ever see you again? Maybe someday. And then he walks back to the car. And there's Daigo. He just says to Shinjo... Did, do you think I did a good thing just now? And Daigo's like, yeah, you made her happier. Then, all right, I did a good thing. Then I'm okay with it. So I'm like, wow. You'll see Hori there. 
Is she here? Where is she? Oh, oh she went right. back to her hotel. Huck! <laughs> Breaks his clipboard. No! <laughs> oh, yeah, we also got free backstage passes to her next show. Give me! Yeah. And then they crash off the cliff on their way back to the base. A Doyle rules! Oh. A Doyle rules! Dagger rules! Also, Dagger rules! Also, we got a... Also, we got a, uh, a CGI, like, clip of the gut swing. Because they have this joke. Just... Oh, my goodness. Um, so, yeah, this was, like, a... This was an okay episode. I mean, I just kind of didn't like that it didn't involve Tiga. Like, Tiga was just kind of, like, shoved in at the last minute. I was like, oh. Look, guys, we didn't have a Tiga fight. But, but, but what? We need a Tiga fight. But we need... A Tiga fight. And if you're going to have a Tiga fight, it's got to be at least three minutes or more. Because, you know, that's how long he fucking lasts. doesn't help either that this that this alien's race is, you know, known for being invaders. Got killed by Ultraman with, like, the basic move ever. Yeah, it didn't have to go Sky type. didn't have to go Power type. Just beat him with one simple... Legit, in one move. Superium <clears throat> Ray. Fuck you. But just... Uh, now I'm just... You know what? This is like in the Power Rangers Super Mega Force. It's like, who's that? It's Damaris. He's the galaxy's most fiercest warrior. Gets killed the same episode. It's like, that, it's like that scene where it's like a guy's like, oh, this knife is coated with a very deadly poison. Blah, licks it. Oh, I probably shouldn't have done that. Just dies. What's that from? I don't know, but it, I saw it on YouTube one time and it was the funniest shit ever. <laughs> He's such a fucking idiot. Um, so yeah, more. so, I have to say that, like, I don't know why I'm starting to do this now, but, like, out of the three episodes we watched this week, I'd probably say episode 28 of Ultraman was the was the winner, because <laughs> Alien Dada's fucking dope. <laughs> Would you say it's Schwassum or Schwaffle? Uh, Schwassum. Episode 29 was the worst. Oh, you think I barely that... remember anything that happened. Goldon was a really shitty, vil- shitty kaiju, and just... I wanted to eat it and he fucking didn't. <laughs> I don't know why. I feel like they weren't. I wonder if he let himself go. I honestly felt like they were doing blackface in episode 29 because their their faces were just heavily covered in dirt. Okay, I no, mean, they I, were. I, mean, I mean, yeah, they were underground, but like, yeah. oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Um, and then episode 29, like, sure, it's a cute story, but like, t- more Tiga, please. <laughs> You know what? That's the title of the episode. What, more Tiga, please? Yeah, more Tiga, please. It's gotta be PLZ. Let's just, no, it's gotta be in all caps. More Tiga, please. Like that? Yeah. No, well, no. The entire title has to be in all caps. Okay. Because it's like, more Tiga, please. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, I did not like my severe lack of Tiga in this episode. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so we will not be continuing our talks with, uh, uh, our discussions of Ultra and Taiga until the entire rest of the series is subbed, but that means that we can now continue watching more Gridman, so we're just gonna be watching shit ton of Gridman until we're fucking done with it. Yeah. Yeah. Aw, you're not enjoying Gridman much anymore. Oh no, I'm enjoying it, just, I'm just upset that once again, for the third year in a row as we're doing a show... We, we can't talk about the finale of the current show I when know. it actually airs. I know. Hopefully next year. Yeah, right? There's always next year, always Professor. Always next year. Ultraman Gar. Ultraman Gar. Make it happen. Yeah. I will sub the show myself. You know what? Reboot Ultraman. I'm tired. No, I think fans would... You know what? Lose. Give Belial his own series. You know what? You know who deserves an episode? Who? You know who deserves his own show? Who? Data. Yeah. I mean, we should have like a data month where we just like look at different Ultraman episodes involving alien data. You want to know the sad part, Lane? We mostly covered every episode that has data in it. Really? Yeah, the only other thing we've never talked about, including data, was um, the series that aired before Zero and Ultraman Powered. Oh. Which I've already had plans for Ultraman Powered for the futures. Oh my god, I just realized, if we're getting all of Ultraman through Mill Creek, that means we'll get Ultraman Zerf. 
it'll actually be properly subbed. Yeah. We won't have to watch that shitty dub that we watched for fucking a minute. And we're like, nope. Yes. <laughs> Thank God. Yes. And the, you know what the worst part was? That was that that scene we watched with the fishing boat. That was Cap. Yeah, that was his final, final uh, screen. And then he's just appearance. Like that's what they dubbed him, and I was like, come on, guys, fuck off. Whoa. Extreme close-up! Alright, everyone. Schwa for now. Schwa for now. Big friend. <laughs> yep. Bart's up.